0: We're continuing our study today of who am I? What, what, what's this all about, this thing of my life and my purpose and my meaning? And uh, the, the reason we can have purpose and meaning and significance is because first, God made us, and then second, God made us in His own image. You have value. God made you and Christ died for you. And just think about it. Not only did He make you, but He sent His Son the perfect son of God, he loved us that much that he sent him to die for us, no matter what our color, our income, our, our background, our language, our race, or whatever, our capabilities, our incapabilities, our weaknesses, our significance, our whatever, Jesus came to die for us and proved that we were worth something, that we have value. Now, that, that acknowledges the tremendous value that you and I have. And God has done that to provide for us so that we can know that he really cares about us. Mary Ann Bird tells about growing up and how different she was. You see, she was born with a cleft palate. And that means that her, her lips and teeth and everything were all messed up. And her, her classmates at school when she was just a little girl with her misshapen lip, crooked nose, and lopsided teeth, and garbled speech, made fun of her, and they asked her when they asked her what happened to her lips, she would say that she fell and cut it on a piece of glass. Somehow it seemed more acceptable to have suffered an accident than to be born different, and she grew up to be convinced that outside of her fa- family she could never be loved. And then she entered the second grade and had a teacher maiden, Mrs. Leonard. Everyone loved Mrs. Leonard. She was short, round, and always happy. People even said that she sparkled. Every year, the school gave all the students a hearing test to see how your hearing was. One day, Mrs. Leonard said it was time for this year's test, and she began to administer to every student in the class. Finally, it was Mary Ann's turn. She knew from past years that as she stood against the door and covered one ear, the teacher sitting at her desk would whisper something, and then she would have to whisper it back, sentences like, "'The sky is blue,' or, "'Do you have new shoes?' When it was her turn, Mrs. Leonard said seven words that forever changed Marianne's life. Her teacher whispered, I wish you were my little girl. She never forgot that. It gave her a sense of value. And that's what God's saying to each of you. I want you to be my child. I made you, I died for you. I want you to be my child. I want you to have a relationship with me. And that's where you begin to see who you are. So you were made by God. You were made in his image, but you were also made by God in his image uniquely you. Nobody in the world is just like you. The Bible says God made us male and female, and that God intentionally created diversity. He deliberately made us a race of men and a race of women. Men and women are different biologically, relationship-wise, emotionally, and psychologically. As John Gray has written, sometimes the differences are so profound that it's hard for us to, to, to know what, with, what we're understanding of each other, and he calls it, men sometimes look like they're from Mars and women from Venus, some other planet, to the other, to the other side. God also made us individually unique. In Ephesians 2.10, he says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. You're God's masterpiece. And you're God's symphony, the word literally is. God has given each of us unique characteristics that are totally ours. Every human is one of a kind. If we all hummed a few notes, our voices would all be different. You see, not one of our voices is exactly like the other's voice. It's... It's it's especially different in some way. Look at your fingers. None of you has the same fingerprint. Everybody has a different fingerprint. Even the retina of your eyes are unique. Nobody has uh, a retina just like somebody else's. You're also unique in your personality, your passions, your giftedness, your abilities. You're the only one who will ever be you. So that's why he wants us to make the most of who we are. So we're made by God. We're made in his image. We're made new, uniquely who we are. All of that we're made for a purpose. God made all of us with some specific purpose. Genesis 1.26 says, God said, let us make people in our image like ourselves, and they will be the master of all life in, on the earth. They'll, they'll be the rulers over the earth. God gave us that first purpose to subdue the earth, to direct the earth to be over all the animals, the fish, the birds, everything that's in the earth. So we're responsible for this earth. Our purpose is not meaningless. Existence also made us with a special personal purpose. Now, I don't know what yours is, and you don't maybe don't know what mine is, but God will show you what it is as you trust him. When we see our identity in Christ and then we discover our purpose, a life really takes on a whole new meaning for us. And in relating to God the Father, you sense a belonging that you never knew before. You understand that you're unconditionally loved. And when you relate to Jesus Christ the Son, your sense of worth grows and you understand you're valued. And when you relate to the Holy Spirit, your sense of competence grows and your understanding that you are never alone, that he's always with you to empower you. See, So when we begin to see that, that's why the Scripture says, See how much our Heavenly Father loves us, for he allows us to be called his children, and we really are. See, you're not what your parents, teachers, and friends say you are. You're not who you think you are. You're not what the godless culture around us says that we are. We are much more than that. We are what God says we are. And the more that we recognize that, the more that we declare that to ourselves, the more that we let ourselves know that through Scripture and through the Word, it changes our behavior, it changes our direction, it changes our life, and that's what really matters. A private, years ago, saw the horse of Alexander the Great, the Emperor, running away, so he ran after it and brought it back to the military leader. Then when he brought the horse back to the general, Alexander thanked him by saying, thank you, captain. He was no longer a private, but a captain. Alexander had had elevated him with one word the private was promoted the general said it and the private believed it he went to the quartermaster and selected a new uniform that of a captain and put it on he went to the officers' quarter and selected a bunk because he was going to live in a new place now he went to the officers' dining hall and had a meal because the general said he was a captain he believed he was a captain he looked like a captain he acted like a captain and he lived like a captain. God says you're creation. You're his creation, you're made in his image, you're like him, you're unique, you're special. You have purpose from him and if you trust him, you see, you can say, I am a believer, I am a Christ child, I am one of God's own children. And it can make a difference in everything you do, everything you say, everywhere you go, everything that matters in your life. Keep that in mind today as you live your life. God bless you. Have a great day.